All right, welcome to The Run. This is going to be episode four. I'm one of your hosts, Clayton Tillery. Coach Zach Tyler. Coach Scott Griffith. Thank you, Coach Griffith, for not forgetting where you were this week. Oh, it's good to be here, Clayton. If you, if you listen to last <laughs> week's uh, episode, Coach Griffith kind of forgot where he was at. Going to dive right into action this week. Uh, first 5K, Lambert River Run. First thing, we're going to step back to our pasta dinner, your captain's runner of the week's. On the guy's side, we went with two this week, Jeremy Erickson, Ben Griffin. On the girl's side, Izzy Patek and Ashley Hannigan. Great choices. Athletes, pretty proud of you. We got a little swag coming your way later in the year. Uh, we'll do probably have our captains on next week and uh, let them announce runners of the week from this week, seeing how we don't have a pasta dinner this next week because we're off. Uh, we're going to get right into the review of the race. The overall review about how we feel things went. Scott, what's your thoughts? You know, my big aha moment, Clayton, was when the guys' varsity uh, was going to receive their trophy for getting third place overall, and they forgot to stand up and go to the awards ceremony. And what it sort of reminded me is just how inexperienced we are as a team, how much we're learning every single race about how to um, run cross-country and what it's all about. So my big uh, thought for the week was, what a great opportunity for our kids to learn. Yeah, the learning process, excellent. Zach, your thoughts on the week? Yeah, so both the varsity girls and guys, JV girls and guys, uh, the one thing I saw this week that just absolutely stood out to me was just them at the line right before the race. I mean, if you we, we were sitting there at the line watching all these other teams too get ready, and it's you know not talking bad about any other team, but we were there and we were ready. And you saw them. We looked like we were there, ready to go, in unison. We knew exactly what was going on. And honestly, if I was the other teams, I'd be a little intimidated by how they looked because they came in there prepared. Absolutely. We talked about at the retreat, Scott, having that confidence, going to the line, knowing exactly what to do. And uh, that's a great point there, Zach. Hey, the thing I want to touch on this week, team spirit. I was able to uh, go to lunch today with my mom and my wife's uh, parents and some of our family. Happy birthday, Mom, by the way. She, uh, she had a birthday this past Thursday. We won't talk, talk about Shout how old out. she is. Turn, turn 39 again, but appreciate <laughs> you there, Mom. Um, but they talked to me today, and it's great to always get that second point of view from everyone about how maybe the other teams were just like, oh, look, we, we got first, and oh, look, we, we, we got second. And like... Guys, girls, we love you because the great, grand, West Versailles spirit machine showed up again. You guys celebrate each other. We love that. We think that's the best thing ever. And uh, we just, uh, we appreciate it. And I thought it was great. So we're going to hop in here to the race by race breakdown with Zach. Yeah. So first off, we're going to start off with the varsity guys. And uh, first question. Um since you're going to be doing the guys, what is your overall impression of the race? Uh, you know, it's hard to say in the heat of battle. When it happens, I, I look at the race and I'm like, man, I, I felt like we could have been here. I felt like we could have been there. Uh, you know, racing that flat course this week, it's very different the way you attack these races, the way you get out. Um, but when I step back and look at it on paper by the numbers, Varsity Boys third, uh, 1659 average led by Jeremy Erickson in a time of 1636. 
Our top five spread this week, 1636 to 1721 was 44 seconds. Our top seven split was only four seconds slower at 48 seconds. Um, you know, Scott, one of the things you point out real big here, top five all-time team average. So when you step back and look at that kind of performance, that's very impressive. Yeah, pretty good way to start the season. And getting third behind two teams that were on the podium at State last year is uh, nothing to be ashamed of, yeah, that's for sure. I'll tell you what, too. Uh, if you guys feel like we didn't really hit the mark this week, if you look at the Battle of Atlanta results from down in Griffin, Georgia this weekend, a really big meet. We went to it last year. Carnival-type atmosphere. Brookwood went down there and steamrolled the field with the exact lineup they used last week. And just let me remind you, we beat them pretty handily last week. So we're really good. I was pretty pretty pleased with how we got off to start there. Definitely. Uh, second question. Advantages, disadvantages of the course that we ran this weekend? We have a really good history at this place. Um, it's changed up. I, I think, Scott, you and I both do not particularly care for the format we race now. I really like the old course. Your, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, the old course was a little more honest cross-country. Once they paved it over, they turned it into a road race. Yeah, and, you know, but I will say this. I feel like it's an honest 5K. Yeah. It's definitely 5K in length. Um, the advantage is we've been there a couple times. We got to see some of our region competition. I think we got to see some of the best teams in the state, uh, which is awesome. I mean, I love the fact that our county is really good in cross-country. I feel like we're the hotbed of running in the state now, at least for 7A. And uh, we competed well against them. So uh, disadvantage, don't really see any. Um, other than the fact I'd have, I'd have probably rather been on a true cross-country. I'd have rather gone to Pickens this weekend. I know there's a little concrete there, but we can at least wear spikes on that course. But I thought the kids did a great job adapting to it. So uh, there's my advantage-disadvantage for this course. Awesome. And what do you think that we, as a team, did really well at, maybe even as coaches, what we did well at, maybe what we can improve on? Well, let's throw this out right quick. Freshman record now owned by Trent Bell in 1721. That's uh, Joey Voss right behind him. I believe Joey was 24, 25-ish right in there. Uh, those guys are doing a great job of working with each other. But let me throw some names out there. That was formerly held by Tyler Doty. It was formerly held by that previously by Jeremy Erickson. So you guys are putting yourself in great company. You're doing a really good job. Um, but I felt like if we could move our three, four, five a little further forward and tighten up that gap a little bit, that would make us a lot better. Uh, when we get to later in the season and we're running the flat courses, you've got to get out a little quicker. We go to area. If you watched the race yesterday, parents, you probably saw this observation. Athletes in the race, it's a little tougher to see. But wherever you got out, you kind of tend to stay within that position, within five plus or minus five positions. So uh, we're really going to work on that in the coming weeks. Uh, Zach, I know we got some feedback that we talked right after the race. Yeah. You talked about three things with, uh, I believe, a lack of speed. We felt yeah, good, Coach. Exactly. And that – you know, at the end, you felt like you could go a little more, and you were dead on. As soon as we start asking some guys, uh, that's what we got. But guys, don't worry. The speed's coming. We're building you the way we think we should build you. The strength's going to come. And uh, so, yeah, that's where I felt I mean, we were there. Our program's trained, uh, are set up as we train through our races because these are the races that 
you know, are only going to set us up for the big races. And, you know, Scott, we talked about going to Louisville next month. We're really going to give the kids carte blanche there at the opening of the race to get out, get in the field, and be competitive. Yep, get after it. And in those kind of big races, uh, you just sort of get on the train, and the train's rolling along. And as long as you can stay on the train, you're going to end up running really fast and learn something new about what you're capable of. Absolutely. So great experience yesterday for Varsity guys. It's going to get better as we go. Yes. Uh, well, one shout out to I do want to give um, Ben, uh, I, I'm his cousin, but Logan Rouse. Logan Rouse, I got a text uh, from his mom, my aunt, um, uh, saying that she got a text from uh, Trent Bell's mom. Trent Bell's mom. Yeah, I saw and, the text. Um, Trent had told her that if it wasn't for Logan going up there and like telling these guys, hey, I've got y'all, I'll take you through it. And um, he did. And uh and it was just a really cool moment for me. I mean, this is my first year coaching, and last year being able to coach him as well. So uh, I thought that was a pretty neat moment from, from our senior guy leading these kids, uh, the younger guys, to be able to go through those races. Now, hey, Logan, you got it, buddy. It clicked yesterday. We're really proud yeah. of the effort. But Big we're PR too, by e- way. extremely proud of the leadership that you showed those guys. Hey, get on board. I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you guys out here. Great job. Awesome. So let's move on to the, the girls. Um, Scott, you uh, you got experience with the girls' side. Um, what is your overall impression with the race? Yeah, so varsity girls, um, it's been really interesting and fun to see the girls' team start to gel this year. Um, big contribution from some multi-sport athletes. So Caroline Coggin coming in as a, a big-time soccer player, made top five for our squad. And then big PRs by um, Ava, um, Ashley Hannigan, Cami Merkel, Bella Stegerwald, so the lacrosse squad kind of coming in and making some really big contributions to our team. Uh, that was a, an interesting thing to see. Uh, in terms of results and performance, so our girls got fourth in the meet, which, again, when you look at the competition we were running against, South Forsyth has been on the podium, in the hunt to win the state championship the last several years. They don't lose much from last year's team. They only graduated one girl from their team from last year. Uh, Lambert, who's a local rival of ours, we beat him at the state meet last year by one spot, whereas they had beaten us the entire year before. So being good early, that's one thing. Being good late, um, we'll see where all that ends up. And then Creekview, who's a really tough squad, they um, were second in the 6A meet last year, and they only graduated one girl out of their top seven coming back. So Again, really good competition, and I thought we looked good against uh, you know some really good squads. Yeah, I was I was real pleased with the way the ladies raced yesterday, uh, especially the back part of that pack. They gelled together and worked really hard. That's great, um, Scott. Also, what what, are you, what do you think the advantages and disadvantages? Well, so I think for the girls, this is really some of their first chance to get out there and get get the five k full distance in. So there's a big difference when you step up from two miles to three miles. We talked about trying to work on being really mentally disciplined in that middle mile because that's typically where it starts to get tough on this course. The second mile and really all the way almost to the finish, you are way out in this big lap loop, back loop, and there's not very many people cheering for you there. There's not a whole lot of motivation. Mom's not screaming. Your teammates aren't screaming. And that's where you just have to be mentally tough to continue to drive the pace. So I think they got a chance to really work on that. Saw in some of the post-race commentary that some of the girls said, hey, I tried this. Now I want to try that same strategy, staying mentally tough in practice. 
and do that on a regular basis so that when it comes to be game time, I've got a built-in sort of strategy that I'm going to where when it gets tough, I can keep moving. So I thought that was uh, a really good advantage for me yeah. to work on that. Building self-awareness, that's pretty Absolutely. Pretty and, and I don't see really too many disadvantages, uh, like Clayton said. You know, it would have been cool if it had been a little hillier. It would have been a little tougher. But it's kind of nice to start your season with something that's not the hardest race that you've ever run in the world. And we also got good temperatures, so that was yeah. a huge <laughs> yes. advantage. Hey, I'll tell you, big advantages here, and we've hosted region there several times. Rolling in there, I was thinking about all the work that Lambert did to put that meat on, which Coach Tig, your staff over there, we appreciate you. Um, folks, it's a lot of work to put on meats. Hopefully, I know I had about three parents walk by me with vest on, and I was just like, hey, I appreciate you because I know what our parents do for our program and uh, them stepping up uh, and doing that. Uh, that's huge. So, Lambert, hats off to you. We appreciate it. Great meet yesterday. One last call out before we leave Varsity Girls. So, uh, we were led in the race by Haley Tillery, who broke 20 for the first time. So, congrats, Haley. And that's not something that's been done very often in our program. So she moves to number 10 all time on our performance. Well, on our athlete individual list. So uh, congrats to Haley Tillery. That's great. That's great. Congrats. Uh, number three. All right. What did we do well? And what is something that we can improve on for the women's side? Uh, you know, I think the, the main thing that our girls are going to have to improve on is just being mentally tough, believe that they belong with the best athletes in the race, stay confident, stay calm, stay focused, and if they can continue to do that, they're going to be great. You know, Scott, that goes back to the checklist you gave them at camp at our team retreat where they worked on those goals. So, ladies, if you're not looking at those goals, get that sheet out. See where you rate this week, and maybe you need to do a weekly rating and, and work your way up that chart of things you can work on. That's great. And Clayton, you now have a little little shout out on the J, uh, on the juniors. Juniors, uh, juniors. Uh, Leo, let's talk about them real quick. Uh, Brock Casey of Liberty, twelve fifteen was our top junior as far as our feeder programs go, uh, and then. The team scores on the guys' side was Liberty second, Vickery Creek sixth, and our junior Wolverine kids who maybe didn't have a school or participating, uh, they got 10th. When we go to the girls' side, uh, Lily DeLuca of the junior Wolverines was the top finisher. Um, I believe she ran like 14.04 right in there. Um, so great job, Lily. Younger sister of Virginia that runs for us. Good. We love the DeLuca family. Uh, on the team side of that, we did not build a junior Wolverines team. We, they did not have enough uh, there, but kudos to Vickery Creek's girls, narrowly missing the podium. They got fourth, and then Liberty was 10th. Hey, real quick, I want to throw a big shout-out to Coach Dave. Coach Dave, we love you. You do a great job for us. You've coached a lot of kids that have come through our program, and uh, you're doing a great job for us. Also helping you over at Vickery Creek, Annie Broom. And then uh, over at Liberty, Polly Chase and Ryan Cross, we appreciate you guys just as much also. You guys are giving us great runners. Those are our two feeder programs. We really appreciate you. Now let's move on to uh, JV. So, JV, guys, uh, Tillery, what do you have for us when it comes to your overall impression of their race? Uh, they had a great race. You know, the thing that I was most proud of, regardless of where we finished in that race, was you guys get it. You understand that running as a team is important. 
You understand the dynamics across country. And as far as I was concerned, that was the biggest takeaway on the day there that I really enjoyed. Uh, can't discount Brian Bell. Great race. Buddy, you did it right. You were nowhere to be seen at the mile marker. You ran your race. You paced well. I remember seeing you about halfway through, and you looked great. And I'm like, you just got to roll up on these guys. Uh, 1803, I believe that was a, a new PR for him. 1802, actually. Uh, narrowly missed winning by about half a second. We're really proud of that. But you did a great job of leading our team there. And uh, we ran great as a team. Only five points behind what we consider the all-class best boys JV squad last season. Um, and, you know, Scott, one of the things you pointed out that not all second-place finishes are the same. No, and, you know, I played, and I didn't tell the guys this before the race, but I thought about it. If you ran sort of a virtual meet off of last year's time, the South guys were supposed to perfect score that race. And Wrong I, go. I know. Yeah, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't work out that way. If nothing else, Brian Bell made sure that they weren't going to uh, There were a few other guys in that mix. You know, we had three guys finishing the top ten. A little shout-out to each of them. Brian Bell second. Reese Fredericks fifth. Great job, Reese. I think it really clicked yesterday. Uh, right off your PR. And then Hunter Smith getting eighth, though. So you guys really you, – you, you shook it up. It was good. That's awesome. Um, we've already talked about disadvantages and advantages of the course, so let's just kind of move on to the next question. What is uh, what is something that we did well at and what we need to work on or need to improve on, I'm assuming? Uh, you know, you guys did a great job of running well as a team. Again, that was the thing I was just most happy about is how you guys get the fact that it's a race and we're a competitive team and we want to be good at every last level that we run at. So absolutely, that was my biggest takeaway from the race. Uh, things we can work on, we can always work on things. You know, always. maybe a little better second mile. Um, you look at the splits. Hopefully you guys go in every week. I've got it up in front of me right now on the computer screen, and I'm looking through here, and I'm seeing some good splits, and then I'm seeing some things that go backwards. One of the things I want you all to remember is when we turn out these workouts and you're given a specific pace, it's derived off of what you do in a race. So really paying attention I talk about it in a race. I tell you, you have a responsibility to your teammates. Your responsibility every week is to fill out that information that Coach Griffith sends out after the race. Give us that good information there. Communicate with us. And then also look at the splits and understand what you're doing in a race. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that's one thing we can work on. Yeah, Clayton, I'm going to jump in there too. And so being the stat guy and, and piling into the numbers the way that I always do, and also standing about seven, 800 meters away from the finish line and watching the faces of our JV kids as they were finishing this race, there, there's a group of you, and you know who you are, that you didn't do as much running this summer as you should have. There were a lot of days in June and July, which is when cross-country runners are built, that you were doing something else other than showing up into practice, and it showed in terms of what your split looked like for that second mile, how far you dropped off that first mile pace, and what your face looked like coming into the finish. So my encouragement to you younger guys is if you want to be better at this sport and if you want it to be a little bit easier so it's not so miserable in that last mile, you got to do the work. Hey, I'm going to throw out two shout-outs here and we'll move on to the JV girls. Logan Dominique, you filled out your sheet this week and I, uh, Coach Griffith shared it with us. Yeah, big-time clap for you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Coach Griffith challenged everyone this week to have a saying in their mind, when things got tough in the second mile, how are you going to cope with that? And uh, 
It's a new hashtag for our team. I, I declared it, and I, I gave you a little tweet earlier. Uh, we see you, Logan Dominique. Hashtag pass the week. Pass the week. Pass the week. That is amazing. We're really proud of you, Logan. And you did a great job in the race, by the way. Uh, one more person I want to point out in the JB race. Amazing, amazing, amazing job. We are super proud of you. Anthony Simon, old PR, 2638. New PR, 2425. Dude, you're getting it. You're doing a great job. You're working hard. When you run by us, we give you instructions. You respond. We're super proud of that. I know we got a lot of other people doing that, but you got to celebrate an over two-minute PR there. Uh, really proud of you. Yeah, that's just nuts. Yep. And kind of going back to Coach Scott earlier when we talked about the overall review, the learning process, those kids that may not have gotten something over the summer, um, that's another learning learning curve for them to be able to come in for the next you know few seasons two seasons, maybe the next season for the last season to be able to learn something. And the big deal, too, is, you know, I know you're tired at the end of cross-country season, and the last thing you want to do is go for a run, but if you want to be a good runner and you're going to run track for us, you cannot just stop running at the end of cross-country season and not do your winter work. It's 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 a commitment. Hey, that footlocker date came out this week. I got I got the the email and oh, the nice. mailer from your best friend Max Mayo. Oh boy, hey, Max, Max Mayo. Max Mayo. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Coach Mayo. Coach Mayo, you do a good job down there in Hilton Head. But he puts on Foot Locker. Uh, just a reminder to all you athletes: you hang around. If you miss a little bit in the summer, and you definitely want to let her, we're gonna have a trip going to Foot Locker this year. That's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We'll leave Friday morning. Uh, we'll have to believe we've. Uh, Lakati already has some rooms set up for us. Thank you, Teresa. And uh, no, they are not at the same hotel we've always stayed at. My my wife wanted me to make sure I pointed out to everyone. And uh, But you'll have a chance to go run a great course in a great atmosphere. You get to see runners from all over the Southeast and Texas because somehow Foot Locker thinks that Texas is in our region. And uh, it's a great race, so keep that in your mind. All right, then we can move on. Let's move on to uh, the, the women on the uh, JV side, Coach Scott. Um, how? What was your overall impression with the race? I want to point this out. This is going to be fun. Yeah, so it was absolutely JV girl domination. 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 <laughs> the award ceremony was almost a little embarrassing, actually. We No, it wasn't. Not at all. <laughs> I loved it. I'm proud of you. So we had seven girls in the top nine. As close to a perfect score as you're going to get. And, and then some. And then some. And when you're going through the awards and they and they called out the top ten in this race, they do things different every race, how many medals people are going to get in this particular race. They called out ten, and they kept saying, and representing West, and over and over and over again. So, Coach, so awesome. Coach Tig was very happy that we broke the string of hold that Sal Forsyth yeah, he, he had on every race, too. which, hey, uh, we love you guys over at South. You guys work hard. But we like beating you just like you like beating us. So uh, taking one from them is a big deal for us. Yeah, definitely. And, and cool for these girls, again, to get to run in the front of a race. That's a big deal. The first time when you're not just buried in this big herd of runners that are all like, you know, kind of trudging along or flying along. When you have to take the responsibility to be in towards the front of, the, of a race, it's a completely different experience. And our girls got that in spades uh, on Saturday. Hey, that was led by Audrey Anderson. In 2158, great so she race. did a great job. Freshman, Audrey Anderson, we're really glad to have you. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, speaking, too, about earlier, I mean, having that many people in the top 10 
and our team being the most outrageous when it comes to spirit. So that was a lot of fun to keep hearing them, hearing them, hearing them, just yell, yell, yell. It's why I want everybody there every Saturday because when you're part of a team and we get a trophy, you deserve the right to go up there with your team, pick up that trophy. doesn't matter whether you scored or not because you're working hard every day in practice, and we're proud of that. And not only do we want to succeed, but we want to succeed together. Shout out to our parents, too. We didn't have a bus on the way back because we wanted to give you a chance to come out to a close race and be there to have that experience and cheer for your kids. And for the parents who got to see their daughters uh, up there, not only winning awards, but being cheered for for the rest of their team, it's got to make you feel good about cross country. And uh, so, yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations on that, parents. It's awesome for you, uh, for you to be able to come out there. Next question. What did you do? What do you think we did well at? And what do you think we need to improve on? You know what? I mean, obviously, the girls did great, so it's hard to get better than what they already did. I'm going to give the same advice to, to the JV girls that I gave to the varsity girls. Remain confident, um, believe in yourself and in your teammates, and then do all the right stuff at home in the other 22 hours of the day. We say this over and over and over again, but as school gets more difficult, homework gets more challenging, you need to really focus on getting plenty of sleep over eight hours a night. You need to eat really good, healthy, highly nutritious meals and bring snacks with you during the school day. Do all the right things and it pays off and we get results like this. You know, Zach, I know one of the things you pointed out this week that you were really proud of and I'm proud of also the finish or the start line behavior of our athletes. Yes. It's so, absolutely incredible. Yeah. You, you you guys and girls did a great job. We really appreciate it. Making our job easy. Especially the JV. Like the Making JV, our job easy. Uh, start. I mean, our varsity guys were out there with those guys. We had this massive circle. We're the only team out there doing that at the time. And I think we had a bunch of parents, a bunch of just like fans that were out there with our cameras. It was one of the big. It was the biggest Kodak moment of the, maybe besides the awards. <laughs> absolutely. There's a lot of cool moments out there that happen all the time. Yep. Yeah. So next thing we're going to move on to, what we do every week, is the ICUs. I see you. And, I see you. Uh, I see you so, doing good. <laughs> and I'm going to start out with uh, Zoe and Michaela. Both stayed in the finish chute to hand out water, not just to our runners, but to every runner that came through that finish. I saw that, and it was just like, man, I, that's, a, that's a proud coach. That's given to every team there and respecting your fellow competitors, and nothing will make me more proud. And Integrity's doing things even if nobody is watching. But uh, we were. But we were. We were. Yeah, and congratulations to you guys. Hats off. Sportsmanship out the roof. Um, next person I want to give a little ICU to is Britton Smith. Um, I was with you. You were talking to Clayton Tiller, Coach Tillery, and, and – uh, you're kind of given the, you know, this is your first 5K. You finished, and not only did you finish, you finished with the biggest smile on your face, best attitude, just telling us, like, this is awesome. This is just a great experience, and I love it. There are not many kids that will walk out to a cross-country practice on day one and survive, but you did, and we're really proud of that. And <laughs> I'll be honest, I think a lot of it's just got to do with your attitude, so we're just really happy you're with us. Definitely. Scott, you got a couple ICUs? I do, and I think I've got to say I've got the best one, hands down. So, Jayla Macau. Great story. Falls down at the two-mile mark in the race and splits her leg wide open. 
Well, when she ran by me, it just like her knees were bleeding. Like, hey, did you fall? She just kind of went, yeah, and gave me a thumbs up. She was just like doing what she was supposed to do in the race. She went by me with 700 meters to go, and I didn't even see anything was wrong with her. She looked like she was doing great. Well, apparently she tore her knee like wide open, finished the race. I mean, when I grow up, Jayla, here's from Coach Griffith to you. When I grow up, I want to be as bad as you are. Finishes the race, then leaves, goes directly to urgent care for seven stitches, ladies and gentlemen. Coach Griffiths, Jayla McCow. That's uh, that's tough. That's you laid it out there for your team. You did it for yourself. We're really proud of that. And I got I got one more I want to call out. So we get all these splits again. We call them out at the pasta dinner. It takes a bunch of people contributing to this deal. And so for Caroline Ashby, who we had pulled out of the race because we wanted to protect her brittleness, not running on that hard course, and Katie Jordan. Uh, they were way out at that two mile, which was nowhere close to anybody. I'm no man's land. Field, uh, using that camera and getting splits for you guys. So shout out Coach G to the folks who made getting splits possible at the two mile mark. Hey, I got two. Jeremy Erickson, I roll up to the start line of the JV boys, and you were spitting game, man. You had it under control. <laughs> you were giving great information to them. And you are going to be able to – and you guys that run a race and turn right around, you're going to be giving available much – more valuable information than we could as coaches because you had just ran the course. You know what's going on in live time. And whether you want to or not, everybody else looks up to you because you're the fast guys. And, and girls. we didn't tell him to do it. No. He, he knew to do it on Great job, time. Jeremy. I'm really proud of you. And then, hey, I got one more. Coach Heindel. Coach Heindel, we really appreciate you. I don't think people see it, but Coach Heindel is kind of our forward team. She shows up early every week, gets up about 15 minutes early, leaves out, makes sure that our packets picked up, our numbers are ready. That's eliminating a lot of stress on our team and Coach Handel, we appreciate you. And one of the segments we want to do in our show every week is our Family of the Week. And this week's Family of the Week is the Ginters. So uh, varsity captain uh, Addison has been with the team for all four years. And her family were out there. They were there the entire race. They were there through the middle school. They were cheering for everybody, had a middle schooler involved. They're fully committed to our program. We love having those kind of families who were there for all four years and who are committed to uh, West Forsyth High School cross country. So shout out this week to our family of the week, the Ginters. That is great. Congratulations, guys. Also, somebody we always want to thank is our tent crew. Um, getting out there early. I got out there um, around 6, 10, 6, 15, because I wanted to go out there and run the course for myself. And uh, they were out there. They're Dark, out there with their headlamps on and, and just ready to go, getting that tent set up. So thank you guys for everything that you do. Um, the other thing is, too, is, is a spirit wear. Uh, check the email. Check the remind. Uh, that store uh, closes at midnight, Wednesday, August 29th. Um, if you have not received that email and you're looking for that email, um, go ahead and just uh, please email Fran Erickson. Um, and that email is Ericsson's, E-R-I-C-S-O-N-S, at A-T-T, at, or dot net, N-E-T. So again, that is E-R-I-C-S-O-N-S, at A-T-T, dot net, if you have not received those emails. Next week, Double Dip Invitational, Marriage School, Saturday, September 8th. So week after next, yeah, week after next, we go down to Marist to Double Dip Invitational, uh, very famous for having a couple of really big hills in it. That's, that's the double dips. They've changed the format this year a little bit, so athletes, heads up. 
Uh, varsity, we're going to have seven athletes participate. They're going to have a big JV race. Uh, they'll be highly competitive. Twelve athletes uh, will run in the JV for men and women. And then after that, every race is only going to be two miles. So I think you're still going to get the double dip hills in there, but only two miles for that race. They have a freshman and a first-year runner race that will put some people in where you get to compete against people who got exactly the same amount of experience at high school cross-country that you have, which is almost none. And then they're going to have a JV Open race, so we'll slot people in those two races. We're going to get those lists out later this week so you guys know exactly where you're going to be. And in the words of our state champion in cross country from a few years ago, Liz Galarza, yay hills. It's time for some hills, baby. It's time for some hills, and this is what we're good at. Hey, we're going to get down here to our final thoughts, but I'm going to announce one exciting thing for this next week. We're taking the podcast live, and we're taking it on the road. So next Saturday after our long run, we're going to record our podcast live on location. Um, it's obviously not going to go out live, but we're going to record it with some of our own people. If you're interested in being on that show, I'm going to send out uh, the Google Doc. There's a few of you who want to pull in. Uh, but if you want to be on that show, I'll send out a link in the Remind this week. Make sure that you fill that out. And uh, any last thoughts, Zach, before we close out here? Uh, no, I'm, just, I'm excited. I'm excited for this week. Uh, we get a solid two weeks of training and being able to prepare ourselves to just for Marist. Going to hit that long run this next Saturday. And I'll also hear possible surprise guest Monday morning at practice. We're not going to tell you who that is because hopefully they can make it. Uh, Scott, any last thoughts on what we got going on? I repeat myself over and over and over again, but we do have these good two weeks of training coming up. And follow the training plan. Hit the hard days hard. Appropriately easy on the easy days. That's the secret to success. Hey, one last thing for me on that. Labor Day weekend coming up. I know you guys are going to relax a little bit. Good break from school. Good break from everything. Um, please make sure make sure that you uh, are still getting good sleep. Please make sure you take care of that. Hey, uh, lastly, Instagram, WFHSXC. Twitter, WFHSCC. Remind at K6H7A. Our podcast is The Run. It is on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to that. And then our podcast email, if you have any complaints, if you got some suggestions, uh, send it to WFHSpodcast at gmail.com. Finally this week, we're going to close out with this. Uh, we're going to dedicate this podcast to the memory of Jeff Anderson, WFHSXE Haley Anderson, class of 2014, Shelby Anderson, class of 2017, Jeff always came to our meets, great supporter of ours. He passed away recently after a short, courageous battle with pancreatic cancer. Sylvia, Shelby, and family, Haley, we're thinking about you. We appreciate you. We hope you are doing well, and we'll see you soon. Hey.